Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I am speaking with Angel Asensio of Dirty White Shoes. He's just shared his all-new single titled Not Always Like This, and I am super excited to talk to him all about it. Angel, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good and uh, very honored to be here, Austin. Thank you. Yeah, man. What's new in the life of Angel besides music making? Um, well, we're coming into fall here in Portland, so obviously you're going to get hit with a lot of rain. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, um, just a lot of songwriting and um, trying to get ready for the next year. Hopefully things kind of start loosening up with restrictions and we can uh, do a little bit more than what we were able to do the last couple of years. So I things like right that. there with you. I hope yeah. so. And I think we might be headed in that direction, but who really yeah. knows? Fingers crossed. <laughs> well, you've got this all new song. I'm really excited to talk about it. First yeah. thing I really want to know about is, well, first I got fall vibes from listening to it. So I don't know if that was the intention or not, but yeah, I want to talk about really what it's about. Like, there's a lot of connections to make within the lyricism, but I want to hear it from you. What was your inspiration for making it? Yeah, um, as a singer songwriter, I think most of us want to be able to allow the listener space to create their own narrative and their own story. Um, but for this one, uh, it, it's more of like an internal battle with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, whether you're like in a relationship or whatever it is um like you're attached to somebody or something um there's just always like this back and forth conflict within yourself um sometimes you say things you shouldn't yet you say it anyways sometimes you do things you shouldn't yet you do it anyways yep. um but at the end of the day you always remind yourself you're not always like this you know like this isn't right. who you are this isn't just set in stone um so I really wanted to kind of create, write a song um, that kind of talked about my, uh, at the time, uh, relationship where I was just this back and forth energy. I was just this stubborn person. I was very like, um, you know, just hot headed. I, I couldn't seem to like do the right thing all the time. And it tended to like weigh on me a lot. Um, so I wanted to write something that was like a reminder that, you know what, like, we're not always like this, you know, like, there's some days that we struggle, some days we might do something we shouldn't, and some days we fall short, but uh, at the end of the day, like, I, like the title of the song. No, just I like that. like this, yeah. Sometimes you do need to remind yourself, and instead of, you know, consciously, like, talking to yourself every day, why not write a song? Why, Why not? not? Pen to paper and make something beautiful out of it. That's what we're here for. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, let's talk about the production side of things as well, because yeah, it absolutely. sounds great. It's got a very full and grand sound to it. But you know, I want to know, do you have help making these songs? Oh, absolutely. You? Like, I want to hear who's involved and you know, how, no how it all really yeah. comes together. Yeah. Um, not just me, that's for sure. Uh, there's no way that I could create, sound <laughs> or produce or mix or engineer a song like that and i gotta give credit where it's due please um, but where i where it first started it was just me piano and vocals that was okay. the original idea i had for the song i was thinking more of a ballad uh, and i wrote this maybe two two three years ago oh um, really yeah just the lyrics i had everything oh wow started. okay and there was a demo that i have it's um somewhere lost in the emails but it's like just me piano and like a huge 
big drumming guitar solo at the end of the song. Um, when I shared the song to uh, my my partner, his name is Jordan, who is like our producer for Dirty Wet Shoes. Uh, he's like the main uh, producer. He's what you hear pretty much. Okay. Um, but we, I shared the song with him and he heard something different and this completely took me off, off guard. Like I was caught off guard. He sends me this like super punky version of the song and I'm like, dude, what the... <laughs> this happened so fast i was like you know this little pretty boy piano song yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like nope this is what i thought um it took some time for me to like really digest it and like hear it differently after like knowing the song being one thing for so long sure uh but after taking some time and like us going back and forth uh and talking and really di like dissecting the song where we think the direction should go Mm -hmm. uh, we came to a conclusion that we wanted a bigger song like we wanted it to be more than just this like woe is me like oh my god I'm always like no it's like you know chin up like right. motivational a feeling that gets you like going um so when we were in the production process Jordan just kept you know adding guitar lines he recorded the drums live in a studio oh, cool. yeah so like he really got to feel the um emotions of the lyrics and implicated it on the instruments and it just just happened the way it is yeah <laughs> and that's that you know like i enjoy hearing that and it's always yeah. nice to speak with like a solo musician who has a like a right hand man yeah. but also at the same time considering that you've had this written for at least two or three years at this point mm -hmm. you've always had this idea of the song the sometimes the vibe of the song and how you want it directly correlates to the message and the lyrics in the song so you hearing yeah. a pop punk version of a song yeah. ever match because because listening i definitely you know i heard the pop punk influences and there's a cool. lot <laughs> more going on as well but it, it it brings like a vibrance to the whole thing so yeah it's cool and that it wanted. is sort of yeah it's sort of a real collaboration to the point where I know how difficult it is to let go of your music. Yeah. And, uh, but that's just kind of the sign of having a solid producer and then being like the other half of your brain. Absolutely. And Jordan and I have worked together on the last um, few releases we did. So, because uh, I technically, Jordan and I are, are, are one, like we consider ourselves like sure, a sure. band. Um, but he just has a gift in that production side where he totally. can really bring out the song like he hears the lyrics and he hears what i'm trying to execute and he just nails it so right yeah props to him on really making this <laughs> totally. like what it is today <laughs> yeah well then okay so going forward do you have any idea if you want to keep experimenting in your sound because i know that you know your music definitely has that signature style to you like you know mm -hmm. it's a, a you song but at the same time you don't want to keep making the same music so like do you have a plan yeah. for the future like loose blueprints i suppose oh geez um it's it's hard to say right now sure. uh like where we want to continue like taking our sound uh we really love just big sounding music uh we really like strong instruments big punch lines top liners uh all those things and I 
keep bringing up the idea of like, dude, let's do a ballad. But he's like, no, <laughs> we, keep, we need to keep the energy. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. But I, okay. I have so much joy in that. Sure. But there was a text that I got today where he's like, dude, we need to write an anthem. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> like, this is not so, what I want to do. So we're going to be doing an anthem, I guess. But okay. yeah, it, it's just so all over the place. But one thing's for sure is like our, our aesthetics and our sound will always stay true. If the song, sure, sure. It, the song will always be a nostalgic feeling, I think is the best way to describe it. Our music okay. will always have a, man, like I can keep listening to that or that's super catchy. Oh, that's easy to sing along to. That will not change. Maybe the way we play the song or instruments used. Sure. Yeah. But just like the, the root or the core of like Dirty White Shoes, I, that just can't change. <laughs> and that's totally reasonable and like yeah. i know i know you can't speak for jordan on this point obviously because you're you but yeah. it seems like you guys are sort of on the opposite ends of the spectrum when mm -hmm. it comes to i guess inspiration of what you grew up listening oh. to what you enjoy now so Absolutely. i want to know what it has inspired you to want to create this ballad like yeah is, is it what you listen to or is it just the style that you want to make i suppose um I, for me i just I, I tend to be like one of those sad boy artists <laughs> i like yeah portland will do that to you. yeah man all this rain <laughs> just, takes a yeah. whole out of you i love i love writing music that people can kind of soak in and yeah. you know really just take in lyrically yeah. with minimal instruments um but like for the inspiration, I, like that really is it. It's more so that people get to hear the rawness, yeah. like the realness of my voice and just like feel what I'm feeling through the lyrics. Um, Cause the music can really take control of the song and carry it all the way through for three minutes straight. Um, and the lyrics can kind of just be more of a, like part of it, part of the music. So for me, ballads are more so like, this is the vocal and the lyrics are the focal point of the song. Everything else Absolutely. is just to amplify that. So to me, that's what inspires me is these little types of things. <laughs> See, but I also enjoy music like that. I think not that cool. your not that your music is relying on cheap gimmicks to yeah. like, you know, be like, oh, because I mean, you know, as an artist and you know as a music listener, 99% of the people who listen to music aren't listening to your lyrics. They just want music that makes them feel good. Or music that they can, I mean, it sucks. It kind of sucks because, yeah. you, you know, in a way you're burying your soul. You're telling mm -hmm. your story. You want someone to connect. Mm. And I completely understand that. But the vast, overwhelming majority of people, they don't care. And so I understand, I understand the production side of things where it's like, we got to be flashy. We got to make something that's like memorable, yeah. but then you as an artist, mm. yeah, you want to do what makes you happy. So there, there, mm. I think that you're finding a happy medium, yeah, especially on this song, because it didn't go full pop punk. Oh, no but way. It also wasn't a true ballad. It wasn't. So now yeah. that I'm done ranting about it, I think that <laughs> you found like this perfect little go. like you're finding the the niche for yourself and yeah. you're still because you're spending so much time and if, you, if you're spending oh, all this time it has to be good it has to be you know you're gonna yeah. listen to it so and we got plenty of other songs in, totally. in the portfolio like uh, any song could turn into just this ballad and any song can turn into this huge song right. so to us it's just 
we go with we go with what we're working with like we go with what we got what's what's working for us and i at the end of the day dude like i love the way this song turned out like i it gets me going i feel the energy and i was different three years ago than i am today so just like hearing it with a little bit new lyrics with hearing it with just a new a new feeling i yeah, it really gets me going, and I just I just enjoy it. So yeah, I love the way little, it turned. <laughs> uh, little musical time capsule. Yeah, you just listen to it and be like, "Oh, that was me three years ago." That was me. I had to take it out of my voice notes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you're kind of in this interesting place because you are working on songs for such a long time. I mm-hmm. suppose now that you've gone through the process of doing the writing, recording, and the back and forth on actually making the song. Is there something specifically that you enjoy the most about the entire process from start to finish? Oof. Just to get it, just to start off, I dread songwriting sometimes. Sure. Like there are days that I just cannot sit down and focus and write lyrics. Um, so that's one thing. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the question is just like, for, from, to get from, out from, from start to finish, which part of the process do you enjoy? Is it the sitting down uh, and writing or is it all the way up to the actual promotion part? Anything in between oof. brings you the most joy as a person. Um, I love the production part because uh, it really allows us to show our creative side um, when it comes to that, uh, when it comes to the musical instruments we play, um, I love synths. I love keyboard sounds. Um, I'm really into like finding cool drum, like ear candies for like drum sounds and stuff, like stuff that's in the background. Um, so those little things really, I really enjoy when it comes to writing a song because you get to implement those. And then when people are listening, sometimes people pick up on those. They're like, ooh that's cool. I didn't hear that before. Like now I'm hearing it now. Like, right. Oh, wow. Really? Just like little things like that. It's just pretty exciting. Um, I love the production side of it. Uh, but I also love the release. I love just getting the song out there and just here you go. I worked hard. I did everything <laughs> I could. I wrote all the eggs and you know, I worked my butt off. So I hope you enjoy this. Um, I also love that part. And just hearing people's responses is really exciting. And it just reminds me of why, why I'm doing what I'm doing. So yeah i imagine there has to be a pretty sweet relief as you uh, click the publish button and you're just yeah done we did it take it it's yours now put it to put it on your put on your playlist exactly (laughs) so okay so then with that being said how do you know when a song is finished oh yeah these are some in-depth questions here we go and came to Uh, uh, to be honest i don't think we ever I don't think we ever agree that a song is like completely done just because we, and I'm sure you can understand as like a creative person and probably an artist, like we always feel like we can do something more. Yeah. Um, we can always add something. Um, so to be honest, like to me, final said and done is when I get the master. That's when I know. It's okay. Done. Like yeah. there's no hope. Like that's it. The song yeah. is, has been sent through the master chain. It is in my Dropbox folder. <laughs> it's on DistroKid. Right. That's it. We're done here. The song is done. Um, but it, like, to be honest, like, there, there really isn't ever a time where we feel like, oh, this is it. It's complete. Right. There's some times where we're like, eh, what if we add a little this? Or what if we did this? So 
It's hard to say. I could be totally wrong in this baseless claim, but I think that being an artist, no matter what what type of art, you could be an actor, actress, painter, or musician. Yeah. There is a base level of perfectionism. Oh, absolutely. And and those, obviously, the perfectionism is a spectrum. There are Mm -hmm. people that are all up in your face, like, I'm a perfectionist. And this, you know, I mean, if I'm not working on it for five years, it's not good. It's not good, yeah. (laughs) But I think at the same time, like, I think it's because you care so much. And Mm. you don't want to put something out there that you think is not up to your standards. Yeah. But then then the goalposts always continue to change of what is, you know, you want to, like, one-up yourself on your last release. So I imagine that releasing music gets tougher because you know what you're capable of. Oh, absolutely. And our fans know what we're capable of, capable sure. of you know, at right. that point, they have an idea of what we sound like, what we're yeah. supposed to sound like. So this this song, I'm sure they weren't expecting like, you know, dinky production. I'm sure they were expecting something bigger than the last one we released. Yeah. Um, and that's just that's just how it is, unfortunately. Um, but it's not a bad thing, but it's just the way we are wired as humans like we always want to do like one up ourselves we always want to be better than the last thing that we put out and it can be a it can be a bittersweet feeling i guess and it's tough especially in the social media age where you get instant Mm -hmm. feedback it's not like you know like yeah 20 30 years ago someone has to buy your cd to listen yeah to music. all someone has to do <laughs> yeah. is click play and be like oh that sucked like, yeah two seconds in now i'm good <laughs> talk shit online and tweet it yeah, yeah pretty much and then you're like oh cool Jeez. that was a waste of three years yeah <laughs> but i don't think that's everything happened. <laughs> like thanks guys thanks for random internet good. yeah seriously um okay so hypothetically speaking what does the next year of dirty white shoes look like Mm. in a a perfect world i will say yeah in a perfect world um i would say more shows definitely more shows um hopefully playing for a big name artist um opening up for them getting the crowd riled up um yeah that that would be it and more songs Sure. there will be more music hopefully um we we, we build enough our uh, big enough uh, big enough like fan base where we can release an ep or like three yeah. four songs you know um right now we're just really focused on singles because we don't have that big of a fan base just yet so we don't want our songs to get buried in the mix of spotify totally um so yeah we, we like next year is really to be in front of a crowd in front of people who uh, don't know us and people who do know us and want to hear us on a bigger stage uh, that that's what, what it would look like in Good. a perfect in a perfect world because <laughs> who knows who knows, <laughs> knows? Who knows? but uh, honestly, i think i mean just in today's music and just whatever is even happening with music at this point yeah. The, the way of it is all isolated single releases and it's oh, yeah. individual promotion and, and building that up. And it's like, mm. I think it's just, I mean, I, I say this all the time and it, it's never been more true. Anyone mm. can make music now. Anyone with a laptop or even a phone can single-handedly make something yep. and upload it and blah, blah, blah. But also yep. it's never been more difficult to get discovered, especially when people are making good music. And it's just like... Yep. I wouldn't want you to not necessarily waste your time, but spend so much time and energy 
putting out a fantastic EP or album, then it gets lost in the mix because every Friday mm -hmm. is something new. Exactly. So keep up yeah. the singles and you know, mm -hmm. keep up, keep up the quality. <laughs> we'll give a sure try. There you go. There you go. All right, Angel, I've got one more question for you at this point. Hit me with it. You, oh, this is the biggest question. So, Let's go. all right. Basically, how I want to wrap this up is so for the person that is going to discover you from this, and for the person that is going to listen to all of your guys' music for the first time, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? Mm. That our music almost feels like a big hug. It's like a nostalgic feeling. And if you need to clear, clear your mind on a drive, if you need to send a song to an ex or to current, uh, your current boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever relationship you are, in at the time, send them our music, um, play our songs, like really embrace the lyrics, embrace the sounds that are happening. Um, take it all in and try to like digest it and, and pick out things you enjoy and, and things you really love. Because um, it, it, our music has that capability of really bringing out feelings and certain emotions and things that people don't oh, normally, feel when they're listening to music um but yeah it's a it's a true nostalgic sound and i just want anybody who's listening to this to like take it in um in its entirety and feel it and yeah follow us <laughs> exactly. follow us on spotify <laughs> i think they will man i think once they get their ears on it all, yeah. all the passion and love comes through pretty clearly yeah. and I, yeah. I do want to make it clear before we get finished here at the time that this comes out not always like this will be out Listen to it, stream it, follow along on all the social media and streaming platforms to stay up. Yes, sir. Please, um, please, please. But also, I want to say thank you because this has been a great conversation. And oh, yeah. I'm personally, person like, you know, it's for everyone to listen to, but I'm looking forward to more music. So please. I want to thank you again for your time and I hope you have a great day. Well, thank you, Austin. Thank you for uh, taking your time to talk about our not always like this yeah, yeah it's man. good stuff you're very welcome uh come out to portland <laughs> i will i'll be there hopefully at the end of the year let's grab a coffee i know some let's good it, places <laughs> i'm down i got your info i'll all be right. there all right man take care cool take care see you